Greetings. This is Phil St. Romain. Thank you for tuning in to my Awaken podcast channel. Today's message will be on the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, sometimes called the transformative gifts. It is excerpted from a video series I've developed entitled Come Holy Spirit. So you will hear a couple of references to other presentations during the podcast. More information about this video series can be found through my website, shalomplace.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-M-P-L-A-C-E dot com. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe to the Awaken channel so you will receive updates on future offerings. And now, the presentation. Whenever we enter into an honest and loving relationship with another, we cannot help but be profoundly affected, even influenced by the other. It is as though the energy and intelligence of their consciousness interacts with ours, sometimes leaving us with a sense of knowing what their life and experience is like for them. We see this in close friends and loving marriages, for example. The relational bond that develops enables a sense of the other's presence within, an intimacy and empathy that continues even when we're not with them. This can also happen in our relationship with God. The Holy Spirit can be understood in this relational sense as the energy and intelligence that flows between the Father and the Son, a flow that we are brought into through faith and ongoing spiritual practice. To help us understand this intimacy better, let's consider a scripture passage. This one from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 2, verses 10 through 13. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For who among men knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except God's Spirit. But we receive not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is from God, that we might know the things that were freely given to us by God. We also speak these things not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. We are in deep waters here, as Paul noted before sharing these words, calling them a wisdom born of spiritual maturity. But using the analogy of relationship, we can understand what he's saying. First, spiritual consciousness is present to itself as an awareness of what's going on both within and around oneself. We humans have a spiritual consciousness which enables us to do so, and so does God. In our human spirit, we are present to our interior life through our feelings, memories, ideas, and other means. Our inner psychic energy is much influenced by these thoughts. God is present to God's self through the Word, or second person of the Trinity, who is the perfect image of the divine. Jesus is the human incarnation of that word or idea, and the Holy Spirit 
is the inner loving flow between God the Father and the Word. That's one way to understand the Trinity, and we note parallels with our own inner experience. What Paul is describing is how our human consciousness is permeated and informed by the divine consciousness so that our thinking and choosing become less self-centered and more godlike. Later in this chapter to the Corinthians, he will even say that we have the mind of Christ, a very strong statement. What would it mean to have the mind of Christ? One way the Christian spiritual tradition has answered this question is in terms of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. These describe how we come to share in what we might call the character of Christ, how we are changed by relationship with Him, to think and act like Him. They are gifts for us to keep, as we can possess them at all times. Of course, they are meant to be used in service as well, but they are different from the charismatic or service gifts, which we will discuss in our next presentation. The seven gifts, sometimes called transformative gifts, are given to help us live fully in Christ, to let our light shine to the glory of God. The scriptural basis for the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit is found in Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 5, where we read, A shoot will come out of the stock of Jesse, and a branch out of his roots will bear fruit. God's Spirit will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and a fear of the Lord, and his delight will be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by the sight of his eyes, neither decide by the hearing of his ears, but he will judge the poor with righteousness and decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Jesse was the father of King David, out of whose lineage was to come the Messiah, upon whom God's Spirit rests. Christians believe Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah, of course, and recognize in his life the various spiritual gifts described by Isaiah. Let's briefly go through each of the seven gifts of the Spirit with examples. Wisdom influences our reason and will by helping us evaluate our experiences in the light of God's ways. Wisdom also touches the heart, or conscience, to help us make good choices in specific situations. Understanding, which helps one relate truth to the divine, and helps put things in proper perspective. Understanding is also deeply attuned to God's providence in our lives. Counsel is an intuitive kind of knowing that further influences our judgments, especially in difficult situations, so that we can make good and prudent decisions. Fortitude influences the will to act courageously, especially in behalf of what is true or just. 
It also strengthens us to hang tough during periods of trial or persecution. Knowledge enables us to see things from God's perspective, and so it works closely with wisdom and understanding. Piety moves us to reverence and devotion, influencing the will and psyche to deepening love of God and others. Fear of the Lord awakens us to wonder and awe of the greatness of God and God's work. As such, it influences our awareness to be gratefully present to the moment and its gifts. We could spend considerable time talking about each of these gifts, so I have included more information about them in the resource handouts for this lecture. For each of these transformative gifts of the Spirit, there are corresponding disciplines and virtues, things we must do ourselves to foster an openness to the gift. Knowledge, for example, will grow if we also study, and piety will deepen if we are regular in prayer. Nevertheless, we should not confuse the gifts of the Spirit with the fruit of our own active practice. They are much more than cultivated attitudes and behaviors. The Spirit blesses and enhances the fruit of our practice, enabling our human consciousness to participate in and be moved by the Spirit of Christ. Through our ongoing relationship with God, we become more Christ-like, and the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are evidence of this.